I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. We have reached the final hour. It is BetQL Daily. Ryan, we're having a ton of fun, man. I mean, you woke me up this morning. Something to be said for that, bro. Yeah, what time do you usually get up, JJ? I'm usually up around 3.15 a.m. Wow. I yeah. mean, back in the, in the overnight days, mm-hmm. I would go to bed around 7, 7.30 in the morning, and I'd wake up at like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, those days are over. I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Um, now, on a normal day, I'd say I'd probably wake up around 10 30, 11 o'clock. Some days 11 30. The latest I'll get up is around 11 30. But remember, I'm working seven to midnight now. Right. Or right. I'm on before and after nets or whatever. So, well, you you're, know, adding some, hey, you're adding some years to your life. So that's a good thing, man. Hey, listen, just get my runs in three days a week, man. Yeah. Keep me young. Keep me young. Let's welcome in my main man, good buddy of mine from NHL.com, the great Pete Jensen. And the Penn State alum, might I add, Pete, that was a pathetic performance yesterday against Nebraska. I mean, dude, you cannot lose that game. I don't care how bad the officiating was at the end of the game. Uh, the great Nittany Lion, Mike Fliegerman, was not happy. You should be ticked off, my friend. That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, for sure, JJ. Great to be on with you guys. And, yeah, I mean, the Nittany Lions have had some some close losses this year against good teams, especially you start to see – Michigan in the top five, they only lost to them by a couple of points earlier in the year. Um, some heartbreak the other day against Michigan State in a real tight game. But this one was inexcusable, no doubt about it. So this one tells you that they won't be even on the bubble for the rest of the season, unfortunately. Okay, Pete, when it comes to the NHL, which is your baby, which is your bread and butter, what would be your early season takeaway, you know, about a month and change into this year, um, what has really stood out to you above anything else? Yeah, I mean, there have been some surprising teams out there that honestly, like I never would have expected to even be competitive teams like Chicago Blackhawks, for one. They're right in the thick of things uh, for the fourth spot in the Central Division. Uh, you look at the East Division, there are teams like the Devils and even the Sabres that, um, you know, would have been looked at as the two worst teams in that division. And even though both have been on a break because of the COVID protocol, they're both right in the mix uh, in terms of, you know, uh, points percentage. And then the other thing is like the Pittsburgh Penguins with everything that has gone wrong with them, all of a sudden they're tied with the Washington Capitals. They seem to have their number 
So, I mean, the big takeaway right now is that coming into a weird season like this, condensed schedule, uh, plenty of absences for players and even teams out there, I mean, nobody can be counted out, especially on those second ends of the back-to-back, you know, when it's the same two teams playing each other two or three times. We've seen teams like uh, the Coyotes have the uh, St. Louis Blues number in some of those games. It's It's been kind of wacky, and it's one of those things where when you see some value um, on certain teams and players and in those against-the-grain spots, I mean, it's really an opportunity for the taking, I would say. Pete, you brought up that it's a weird season, and like that's been like the case in the NBA, obviously, where some of the top teams, like some nights, they, they've struggled. And so I've been really impressed with some of the top teams in the NHL, just record-wise, yeah. how well they've played, even with things being so weird. Like, for example, you know, Toronto, Boston, Tampa Bay, Vegas, they're all as good as expected. But then you got teams like Montreal and St. Louis, who are also really solid. In your opinion right now, who's the best team in hockey? Uh, I mean, I still have to probably say the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Vegas is up there for sure. Vegas looks a little bit better than Colorado to start the season. We're going to see those two teams go head-to-head three more times uh, this week after the teams played to a one nothing game. Um, of course, for Vegas, the impressive thing is that like Robin Leonard came into the season as their number one or 1A goalie, and all of a sudden Marc-Andre Fleury looks like a Marc-Andre Fleury from 10, 15 years ago, you know? He's, uh, he's like 7-1 and one on the season, had a shutout against Colorado, and Colorado had McKinnon back. Uh, so that was really noteworthy. But Tampa Bay, I mean, especially they lose a game the other, the other day against the Florida Panthers, which was kind of a shocker, but Steven Stamkos was out. And then they come back on uh, Saturday and just destroy the Panthers. So, like, Tampa Bay looks like one of those teams, even when Stamkos is out, even though they are without Nikita Kucherov for the entire season, regular season uh, that's already been uh, you know disclosed that looks like a team in Tampa Bay that is not going to you know they may not lose consecutive games all year the rest of the way so I would lean with the defending champs in Tampa Bay with uh, how good they've been despite some adversity. Pete do you have a future that yours truly Orion should get on board with and therefore have something to root for? Over the course of this hockey season, it could be a favorite. I, I'll, I'll take a little chalk if the value's there. Uh, if you got a team that's off to a slow start that I can capitalize on, I am going to give the floor to you. I am going to allow you to give me a chance to go and, and maybe make a wager and think of Pete Jensen throughout the course of this year. So do you have a future in mind for me? I'm curious. Well, I mean, the central division, I would say, is even though I like Tampa Bay, you know, for the rest of the regular season, the, the central division is going to get really interesting come playoff time because I think uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are, are destined for, for a deep run in the playoffs. We've seen them go deep in the playoffs each of the past two years. They're kind of off the radar right now because their starting goalie, Peter Morazic, is injured. Uh, but before the, you know, before his injury, he was the best goalie in the league, statistically, Morazic. And that team very quietly has some outstanding center depth and arguably the deepest defense in the league uh, with what they're able to withstand with some of their injuries and bumps along the road. So, yeah, like their top three centers right now are uh, Sebastian Ajo, who's one of the best players in the NHL, Vincent Trocek and Jordan Stahl. Uh, wily veteran at this point in his career but they have Andre Svechnikov who's like one of the most outstanding young players in the league just has a higher ceiling the rest of the way 
I really like Carolina. I picked them in the beginning of the season uh, to play the Colorado Avalanche in the cup final. And uh, yeah, Carolina is one of those teams that absolutely dominant in terms of puck possession. And last year, when you look back to the playoffs, they lost to the Boston Bruins. Uh, they were leading the series and then Svechnikov got injured. And that was re- what really turned the tide the year before they got to the conference final and lost to those same Bruins. I could see them getting together again this year. And I think the Canes might, uh, you know, third time might be the charm if they play each other again. So I really am big on the Hurricanes over the course of the season, I would say. Pete, we got a pretty big card tonight. Ten games on tap in the NHL. I'm looking forward to uh, Winnipeg-Edmonton tonight. Uh, But as far as tonight goes, do you see any value in any of these games? What do you like? Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Um, Columbus has some value definitely um, in their game. I mean, they're, they're rolling this strong top line right now. They're playing those hurricanes and uh, they're the underdog for sure. But yeah, Columbus is rolling Patrick Line with Jack Roslovic and Cam Atkinson, who was a 40-goal scorer just two seasons ago. Um, Columbus is a team that is always overlooked just in general. Uh, but as those guys get their feet wet together as a line, that could be the best line that the Blue Jackets have had in terms of a high-end line trio in many, many years. So, And, of course, they have Seth Jones, one of the best defensemen in the league, uh, who's on a nice stretch right now after a slow start. Uh, great goalie tandem. Uh, in Columbus. So yeah, Columbus is one team that I think on a single game basis when they're overlooked, um, really attractive team there. Uh, One note in that sticking with that line, a trade that happened a couple of weeks ago, uh, Edmonton is going to be playing Winnipeg and Pierre-Luc Dubois is out of the lineup, uh, you know, valuable center for Winnipeg. So that's one thing that's noteworthy for sure. And then uh, yeah, with the way that like John Gibson is playing out in Anaheim, I mean, those games tend to be low scoring and he has had three shutouts already this year tied to the league lead. So like John Gibson has been one of those teams that you can kind of trust the Anaheim Ducks again, uh, even though they have kind of an incomplete roster, like it could be boomer bust Gibson, but Gibson more times than not has been extremely reliable. And against the team against the San Jose Sharks that 
have just been trending in the wrong direction for a few years now, uh, including recent games. I think Anaheim is a, is a nice pick, especially with how well Gibson has been playing. Pete, obviously, you know I'm a New Yorker through and through. The New York Rangers off to a brutal start to this year, and there were a lot of feel-good vibes with them making the playoffs last year. Is this a sign of things to come, or do you think that they're going to eventually snap out of this and start playing some much better hockey? I mean, their their possession metrics are are pretty solid. They have I was looking at their like uh, shooting percentage plus save percentage. Uh, which is an indicator of bounce-back appeal. I mean, they certainly have some, especially when uh, Mika Zibanejad gets going. He's been the one guy that's uh, unfortunately has not been nearly up to the level that he was last year when he led the NHL in goals per game. Big thing to look forward to for their next game. Hopefully, Artemi Panarin comes back from a brief injury absence. If Panarin misses any significant time, I think this team is in really rough shape because a lot of their younger players are like, not developing to the to the hype, you know. Capo Caco, Alexi Lafreniere has been quiet in his rookie season so far. Um, at least the rookie forwards and the young forwards have been a big disappointment over the past two years, which is not a great trend for David Quinn. Of course, I don't think the Rangers are a playoff team this year, but that East Division is tight, and if there's a spot between the Penguins and the Islanders, and the Rangers get hot, they could still compete for that fourth playoff spot in the east but not liking what i'm seeing from them so far to say the least Pete, you brought up some surprise teams early on and uh, you brought up the chicago blackhawks i don't think anybody expected them at least this point of the season to be seven five and four especially like with everything that went on in the offseason like you didn't know if jonathan taze was going to be out there and you look at this roster who's like the one team now i've been impressed by chicago obviously but who's the team like the blackhawks who you didn't expect a whole lot going into the season but you could see them not obviously winning the cup, but making some noise and maybe even getting into the postseason and, and winning a series or two. I would say the Florida Panthers. I mean, that team has had high expectations recent years, and it always seems to be a dud with them. This year, they were kind of off the radar completely. Um, of course, like two years ago, they made that big signing for Sergei Bobrovsky, and you know he's been pretty pretty rough in terms of his efficiency as the starting goalie. But all of a sudden, that team has made a, a bunch of like discount higher uh, dis- discount signings, I should say, um, in the off season, like Carter Verhage, who's playing on their top line, and Anthony Duclair, who's bounced around the league, has been a great fit. Patrick Hornquist, they traded for uh, their backup goalie, Chris Dreger, has been really good. They're getting scoring and improved play from their defense, and all of a sudden, they're like, you know, in terms of points percentage in the league, which you know, may be very important come the end of the of the year with like different, um, you know, missed games and things like that for certain teams like it was last year. That was the determining factor last year uh, to get those teams into the 2014 tournament. So points percentage so far, uh, Florida Panthers near the top of the league. But yes, yeah, to, to just comment on the on the Blackhawks for a second. Yeah. yeah, what they're doing without Jonathan Taves, without Kirby Doc, who was a breakout candidate, another center. Uh, without a great goalie coming into the year, Kevin Lankinen has been one of the surprise goalies, best rookie goalie in the league so far, hands down. So, yeah, the Blackhawks are a team I never really expected to even be in playoff contention, and it seems like they could hang around in that weaker central division. So that they deserve major props for that one. Pete, final one. Let's have some fun with this. Brady, probably the GOAT when it comes to quarterbacks. I think it's obvious in the NHL, it's Wayne Gretzky. 
You're rolling with one goat, Brady or the great one. Who's your guy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, some of the records that Gretzky has uh, in the NHL from an individual standpoint, and he won his share of cups for sure with the Edmonton Oilers over the years. Um, I would say because of the individual accolades of Gretzky, I would I would side with him. But man, Brady just continues to cement his legacy each and every year. I was actually even being like a guy that has rooted against him in the past. I was kind of, you know, having some fun with it this year. You just have to respect the guy at this point, um, how he's entered that conversation with some of the, the greatest in all of sports historically and how he's done it uh, with multiple championships in his career has been insane. I would lean the great one over Brady because of the individual stats and unbreakable records, but uh, Brady has been on an unbelievable tear late in his career uh, to get into the conversation. Pete, always a pleasure, bro. Keep up the good work, and uh, maybe you can will the Nittany Lions to a couple more victories before this year is <laughs> over, okay? Sounds good, man. I'm already into – yeah, I'm into – uh, Penn State lacrosse mode at this point, hoping everything goes well with the season. Maybe they can get back to the, uh, you know, the Final Four. But uh, yeah, the basketball season unfortunately uh, seems to be in the wrong direction uh, with a lot of close losses this year. But great to be on with you guys for sure, talking pucks and everything, and, and a little uh, Penn State as well. Later, Pete. Good stuff, buddy. Hey, Ryan, are you ready for some MLB futures? Because yeah, I am. Yeah. And when we had our chat. Just getting ready for this show, you know, shooting the breeze, you know, organically figuring out what we're going to discuss. This is a topic near and dear to our hearts. That's coming up next. It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.